0: Hello, Grey Wolves. It's Will Meneker here. And only Will Meneker. Matt and Felix are unavailable at the moment. Uh, They are in a uh, shaming session right now. They're uh, doing better, um, punishing themselves, learning from their mistakes. But uh, I just decided to hop on the mic here to give you a brief intro to the audio from our live show in Philadelphia. Uh, As you are about to hear, it was extremely lit. Um, And we're uh, so glad that you, who uh, didn't get a chance to come to the show, will have an opportunity to listen to the whole thing. Um, Just a few uh, quick notes. Um, Shout out to uh, Rob Wiseman and Virgil Texas, who make special guest appearances during the show. Uh, Rob comes on at the beginning as one of the dueling Alex Joneses, and you will hear uh, Virgil uh, make a comment from the audience at one point. Um, I think the only other thing that you need to know in terms of listening to this is about two-thirds of the way through the show, uh, Brian Quimby of Street Fight broke the stool he was sitting on, which was an awesome move for a fan of wrestling like his, but um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, You are listening to the music from the last waltz in the background, but uh, lucky for you, this is only our first or second waltz, and we have uh, plenty of dances to go, so please enjoy this special treat. Your subscription show for the week, Street Fight and Chapo, live in Philadelphia. My name is Will Meneker. I am I am one-third of Chappa Trap House, and this is my first time in the city of Philadelphia) <laughs> And I can tell you with all sincerity that my favorite sports teams are the Phillies, the Flyers, and best of all, Eagles, baby, Eagles, number one, number one. I wish Andy Reid was my father. That's all I got to say. Um, I, I did not say the sixers though because the NBA is a hip-hop sports league there is no no lunch pill work ethic anymore in, in the NBA, so I, I'm, I don't fuck with that anymore Thank you everybody for coming out and thank you to Everybody Hits for uh, allowing us to live out our dream of reenacting the very end of Martin Scorsese's Casino in front of a live audience. So let's get ready. Okay. I'm going to bring out our other host for the evening, starting with the co-host of Street Fight on WCRS, Brett Payne.
1: I'm so excited to be here Thank you for being here I came here for two reasons To start an egalitarian Horizontally organized Laugh Me down. We will face each other in the alley tonight. I'm taking all reptiles down, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. My co-host Brian Quinby has been a, been a big part of what we do. So let's bring him out.
2: It is. Oh shit. My turn. <laughs> oh okay so I, I can't hear myself hey guys how you doing uh, thank you I just came back from Cleveland last week and saw the uh, Republicans and I went to Philly this week where I'm at right now and the thing that I've noticed about both no fucking Ken at all. and I can guarantee. T. that is because the world leaders are all here and that's also why I spent the first two days fucking throwing up.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got sick. You need those chemtrails to stay sane, I think. <laughs> yeah. Chemtrail withdrawal is a bitch. Okay, next up. Another third of Chapo Trap House, the boy we all know and love, Felix Biederman. <laughs>
3: Hey everybody,
4: I may not be Felix Peterman but this November, I want to go to the Chapo White House.
0: Okay guys, and this is super special. Appearing for the first time with Chapo Trap House on our show is our spiritual godfather Infowars.com, Prison Planet, Alex Jones, everybody, Alex Jones.
5: Look at all this blue Look at
6: glow. Oh my god, I can see wizard people here. This people, scum. I got this week talking to you, scum and I'm telling
3: Sir, sir, do you have something to share? Who the hell is this guy? El Jones InfoWar.com. You honestly thank you, you neoliberal scum, that you are the real Alex Jones. Let me tell you something. I do not appreciate you boys coming here to Philadelphia, the home of the country that I left, the birthplace, the cornerstone of democracy. And you boys, fucking it up with your irony. I'm swearing, I'm sorry for swearing, I am a good Presbyterian Christian man. You especially. You don't look like you belong here, boy. You absolutely do not with this patchy beard of yours. Absolutely. You do don't not. know how you bad you are. Not, you do not you neoliberal globalist scum. You have no who are, I'm sorry who are you no you no 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 let me tell you something about 1776, boy the only cure for 1984 is 1776, and the only and the, yeah 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 and the only and for 1776, it might be Prince's 1999, and the only thing that may cure that is Stanley Cooper's 2001 A Space Odyssey, and let me tell you something, boy, the only thing that might even come close to holding the candle to that is Taylor Swift's 1989, but the only thing 1776 will commence again if you try to tell people you are Alex Jones, my friend, you neoliberal scum, you are now Alex Jones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the real Alex Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Rob Wiseman.
4: me, me. go. Love that boy. That Love that boy. boy. Love, Love
0: that boy. Love that boy. Love that boy. Fuck yes. 1776, here tonight. in New York City! Uh, just, uh, sorry, a little, a little bit of house cleaning before we start the show in earnest. Um, uh, management and uh, ourselves have asked that if there's anyone here tonight uh, dressed like the Joker, either the Heath Ledger or Jared Leto variety, I'm sorry, but you will have to leave. It's too, twi- no, too, twisted. too uh, twisted
6: for us. <laughs> also, I gotta tell you guys, I'm sorry, but I did a cursory look from up above, and there's too many women in POC here. I'm going to need everyone to orderly file out. Don't make a big deal out of this. But come on.
1: If any women are on men's invented, we have a red tent in the back.
4: <laughs> Guys, we are federally chartered as a punching down corporation,
0: so we can lose our Series 7 funding. We're serious about this. Love there, to punch down. Are there any uh, angel investors in the audience tonight? Because I'd like one. Yeah, we need to disrupt the fuck out of the podcasting market, yo. (laughs) Who's got that angel money, yo? Me, Undy. Well, like I said, um, we are Choppo Trap House and Street Fight. (laughs) Uh, we have been in Philadelphia all week for the uh, Democratic National Convention. And we love, we love Philadelphia now. And even more than Philadelphia, we love uh, the generic Philly guy, which is going to be sort of a, a running theme. Fucking a, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be sort of a running theme for tonight's we're, we're show. We're
6: really Philly, yo. It's a fucking awesome town. Uh, I don't know why Philly never got Olympics.
0: <laughs> uh, never got my ice water, though. I, I arrived here on Monday. Uh, my, co- uh, my co-host Felix was here uh, the day before. He, uh, he picked me up at the train station in our up armored uh, Range Rover and things got frosty real quick. Um, it was a little bit like uh, my friend uh, Office Jim when he arrived in a little city called Benghazi. <laughs> I got off the plane. I put my wedding ring away because I'm here as a warrior, not as a, a husband. You gotta leave that shit at home. I gotta leave that shit at you home. You gotta just to be take warrior care. mindset the whole time. To be an operator, you gotta operate. Uh, so Felix picked me up at the train station in our up armored Range Rover, and like I said, things got frosty right away when we hit a Hillary man checkpoint. Just right out of the gate, it was uh, uh, manned by the the Dow militia. They wanted us to get out of the car. But um, we told them that we had a harassment drone watching them right now. That if anything happened to us, their menshees would get blown the fuck up for the next 24 hours. Fucking dumpster fire. It'll look like a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they tried, Again, they made us roll the window down. They were going to get us out of the car, but I said... I'm ready to delete my account. Are you, motherfucker? You know, speaking of Benghazi, as we all should every day,
6: keep, uh, today uh, you might have noticed if you were in town that it rained like the Dickens. And I can't think it's a coincidence that that happened the day that Hillary Clinton got the Democratic Party nomination. Yeah. Because what was happening, ladies and gentlemen, is that the Benghazi martyrs were crying in heaven. <laughs> We,
4: let's all say a prayer for the four battling bastards in Benghazi. Well, the two. the two. The two. Fuck those nerds. Yeah, the other, we only care about the operators. And, the operators. Uh, one was, I don't know, was Sergeant Rambo, whatever. But the other one, my friend, I know him because he worked
0: at my work, his name was Tyrone Smithers. <laughs> um, but like, like I said, uh, we're, we were here to cover the DNC. Um, this is what everyone's in town for, and us. Um we so I guess we'd like to take you. Length. Was that I love those protests. We yeah, we we love to protest. We got any protesters like in the house tonight? How yeah. many yeah. protesters showed up?
1: <laughs>
4: no praxis. No praxis at all. We have taken down all your names and faces. You have made the situation dangerous and unacceptable.
0: <laughs> Not a good look, guys.
4: Rethink this.
0: But like I said, um, Tuesday was our first—you uh, know, our, our, our full day when uh, the, the op started. We arrived, we arrived at the forward operating base. Uh, the, the cafe green zone was giving us um, technical support. They had they were manning the drone. But when we went out into the city, into the shit, the first day, okay, like I said, this is my first time in Philadelphia, and when we went to the convention. I learned something about Philadelphia, which is that uh, the city has quarantined all of their sports in one um, incredibly desolate uh, stadium hell zone. <laughs> like a Corbusier' wet dream. <laughs> we got Mike. Uh, Matt's mic's working.
3: Sure, Will.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Uh, fart? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, These
4: guys are sharing a mic. They're married. They're going to kiss each other.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... I don't know if you guys were at the the DNC, but my favorite uh, feature immediately was the fact that uh, they had set up um, sort of cages so that when all the delegates got on the train, they could be uh, separated from the people protesting them. But there was this uh, delegate walk of shame inside cages, which I thought was uh, pretty good and telling for the event. Um, uh, Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, these people
6: are cucks. They crave humiliation and debasement, so they're like, "Yes, rain your scorn on me, Bernie Bros. Tell me I'm a piece of shit. It only makes me stronger."
4: I hear, I hear. They were originally planning a recreation of the one, two, three underpass
0: lined with homeless people that they
4: could complain about.
0: So, just outside uh, the, the delegate cage and walk of shame, of course, there was the uh, Occupy DNC encampment. Um, we had some tents set up, um, seemingly manned by the system the system the system yeah we met a lot
1: of great people down there the at the encampment it was a, mostly a primitive in the society the system it seemed like they let people follow them around and have a place to stay in a park it was basically like if Woodstock 94 never ended yeah I saw a guy walking around just in IZOD boxers
4: of like Sopra and Shatilla after a certain Hillary man got done with it.
5: <laughs>
6: but like, but, when we were at when we were in Cleveland, the, the song that stuck with us, and if you listen to the show you remember this, uh, was the young lady who, by the way, I said on the show she was like 40, but I found out afterward that she's 16. I'm like, god damn, that's a hard from Russia. Those are some hard miles. Because holy shit, yeah. she like beat the hell. But anyway, the lady who said, you know, political curse which, by the way, she rhymed with uh, fake perfectness. In case anyone That's was wondering, but, so was, that was the song that kind of got in our head after we saw that. It's like that sort of symbolized the Trump people.
1: And when we but, tried, what was the name of the park?
6: FDR. FDR Park. So there was a guy there. He was in a dashiki. He had a like a classic early 90s uh, like high top fade, like a kid and play style thing, like five inches off his head and to the side. And he was rapping like kind of like. Free style with a dude like a sh- like a shoeless sort of proto flea on bass, just like he was thumping. On the he base. was thumping, man. I liked it. And literally, all he was rapping was the system, the system. It's all about the, the system, system, the system. Yeah. It's the system, the system. And for me, like that's a perfect mirror image. You know, it's like you got this like weird Russian beauty queen like mail order bride going political correctness, and then you got this dude. This like this refugee from Arrested Development circa 1994 going, the system, the system. It's fucking the system, man. The system.
0: Yeah! Uh, next up at the uh, Occupy DNC encampment was uh, my personal favorite, the alpaca guy. Did anyone see this dude? I really it, it's not a llama. It's not a llama. Not, Don't use is, those terms. It's, it's not a fucking llama.
6: If you guys see him tomorrow getting out of town, do not compliment his llama. It's a fucking alpaca. And he's got a llama, so he knows the difference.
0: He was, uh, like you said, you saw him. he was. Uh, uh, he had a llama on a leash uh, walking around this protest. And uh, uh, Brett, what was his deal? He
1: was a farmer. He said one day he was running his chicken coop nice and free, not do, causing any problems to anybody. Oh. Bang! Government shows up, busting for not having a chicken coop. He says, fuck this, I'm building a tiny house full of llamas and alpacas and I'm heading to the DNC. I'm going to put the system on trial. He's a permanent protester. He said he's just, as long as he can create disruption, he's going to do it with farm animals. Political affiliation? Disruption.
6: Wow, Mark Andreessen needs to get hip to this guy. Disrupting agriculture for the 21st century.
0: A small llama house is uh, how we will all be living probably the next 20 years. He said he had seven animals, right? It was, what did he say? It was a small, mobile, it was one of these tiny, trendy, tiny houses that people like that you can hitch behind a trailer. But apparently his was filled, filled with about five or six different farm animals. 500 square feet of space, 490 on animals.
1: They're more precious than us. Yeah, they're worth more than a human. By the way, if anyone
6: wants to get me a beer, you'll be my slave in the afterlife.
0: <laughs> we got
1: okay, after that, I really want to get that. You guys can't do that. The, the okay, Supreme people. I'm a bigger fan than all
0: y'all, so I get it. <laughs> um, a- after the, the alpaca guy, and he let he let you pack, he let you pet the alpaca as well. So he also had on board
1: a 41,000 watt sound system that we didn't really get into. <laughs>
0: That would have been great for the show. It was, it was synergy. <laughs> Fuck, we should have invited him. If there was an alpaca here right now, goddamn. We, we, wouldn't, we, wouldn't we have would have gotten here. Chris Hayes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up after alpaca guy, they rolled up in one of those kind of like Parks Department golf court golf carts. The Polaris. Uh, the, the, the for t- people t- that know the model, it was the Polaris X six hundred with a lift kit on it, and extra suspension.
1: Sorry, just for the <laughs> gearheads okay. out uh, there.
0: Like like how we are for trains, Street Fight is for uh, recreational vehicles.
1: Dude, they have dirt bike cops in Philly, which I was so stoked about. I want to be a cop. I'll be a dirty. I'll be a dirty cop. I promise. But it's Gonna be doing a wheelie the whole time. <laughs> it truly is a rich spectrum. <laughs> Emphasis
0: on spectrum. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, they, they pulled up on this sort of Parks Department card, courtesy of Occupy DNC. They had like a, like a, a shipping pallet full of chocolate milk. <laughs> that was okay, the. context of this is it was about 100 fucking degrees on Tuesday. <laughs> White people think spoiled chocolate milk too spicy. <laughs> Don't eat the brown
3: milk, man. Yeah, it,
4: it
6: was the least appealing thing in history. This guy's bellowing like a carnival barker, like chocolate milk, everybody. We got all kinds of chocolate milk, and everyone just stared at him like he just brought like a dead squirrel. That was probably from. We don't want to eat the. We don't want to drink the chocolate milk, yo.
4: It was like a hack political cartoon. Like he was Debbie Watson and Schultz, and the fucking chocolate milk is like votes. And they're like, oh, see, it's fine. <laughs>
1: Was that a- <laughs> When did Ernest go to Iraq? I missed that one. No they didn't have all of them on VHS. I'm the latest. I didn't know.
6: Ernest, Ernest, yes, Ernest joins the army. That's the fucking
4: movie. Er, Ernest was responsible. Movie. For, Ernest right. was actually responsible for the abuses at Abu Ghraib. <laughs>
0: he didn't know (laughs) I stand by him so uh, after the uh, shirtless shoeless uh, uh, neo-primitives and their chocolate milk at the uh, DNC Occupy encampment there was a guy who approached us um, and made an offer that we would all die at 2 o'clock today for uh, tell us about the die-in guy Oh, there was
1: a fellow on the way when we were heading over to FDR Park, and he walks up, lights a cigarette immediately. He's got chicken wing legs, and he just sticks his belly out and says, folks, there's a die-in going on later. Spread the word. Spread the word. And let me tell you something. They can't do shit if you just pass out. It's not against the law to pass out. It's just the heat. You're laying down. Oh, no, I'm passed out. It's a dying. He said they were doing a trial run at 2 p.m., and it was going to turn into the big thing at 4 p.m., just to make sure everyone was committed.
6: That's some, that's some fucking, like, uh, that's some sovereign citizen shit. Like, if you if you pretend to be passed out, they can't do anything. If you, if
3: you
4: lie, if he's got fringes
6: on the flag on his uniform, you don't have to listen to anything he says. We'll run roughshod on their ass without moving a muscle. I found the cheat codes for civilization.
5: I'm Sorry, sir. This. sir, I am lying
6: down right now. You do not have the authority
2: to wake me up. Yeah, <laughs> you elite you, you legally have to
0: call an ambulance if somebody lays down on the ground. They can't move you until the ambulance comes. Well, we, well as we said, this was a tactic that we uh, imagine was pioneered by a friend of the show, John Kasich, where if you pass out in a hotel... If, if you just collapse in a hotel lobby, they have to give you water. And, and they gotta let you charge your phone.
1: <laughs> and hopefully you get an IV. I'd love to get an IV out of the deal.
6: Alright, I passed out in your lobby. I am entitled to three free shrimps from your buffet. <laughs>
5: НАЯ
0: <laughs> <laughs> So a- after we were offered the exciting like, opportunity to die twice in uh, one day, and, and what are they going to do? Die for Bernie. Someone offered to die start. for Bernie. And they're like, now is the chance, Bernie or bust. Shed your stupid bodies and lives. give your Come on, It's a white die. It's not. It's not death. It's revolutionary suicide. Lie
6: down for Bernie, everyone. Lie down for Bernie, brothers and sisters. If you if you kill
4: your matrix body and wake up.
0: Drink Ladies and gentlemen, it's all right, it's like going to sleep. Die for Bernie, revolutionary suicide. By the way, this was a uh, BYOB tonight, and I just want to say the uh, Elliot, uh every third natty bow. As a, uh, a large dose of barbiturates, and yeah, you'll be, be behind the we're next side. going to the, the Bernie Bro in
6: heaven, y'all. It's okay, this
0: world, this world is tainted, hey, this world is fallen. We can't have democratic socialism in this life, we'll have it in the next, goddammit. On the
6: planet, on the comet Hail Bop, y'all.
0: I <laughs> got universal health care on the Hail Bop comet, everybody. Uh, well, actually, I, I think it's a probably a good idea to end the show tonight with a mass die-in, so please join us. Solidarity, brothers. If the mood strikes you. Okay. Now, now next up, there there wasn't a whole lot going on there on Tuesday around noon. So we decided to go back into the the city center where there was probably more things going on. But before we did, there was the first major Pokemon catch of the day. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here in Philly to cover the DNC and to cash motherfucking Pokemon. And the first major one, high combat potential, high CP, could definitely evolve this bitch into a fucking excellent Pokemon. None other than Vox.com's Matt Iglesias. Burrito, to face. Yo, yo, is, is Matt? Yo, is Matt? Is, is Matt Iglesias in the house tonight? Is he here? Fuck. Show yourself, bitch. Show yourself, Matt. I tried to get... (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's okay. Sweatshops are okay, everybody. I tried to get the Will Matt Iglesias picture, but he was fucking freaked out and terrified of Will. The first thing that happened is I saw him first. We're, we're, in, we're in the SEPTA
6: station. We're going down. He's coming up. I see him, and I literally just did this. <laughs>
5: That, and that egg that like,
6: motherfucker is right in front of me. And then and I turn to Will and Brian and Brett and I'm like,
5: and that fucking he's right here.
0: And then, the best thing, though, was what what Will did after that. Uh, so Matt made eyes like a like a, like a cartoon character. Like, Dude, Iglesias has some Medusa powers based upon what I saw he did to Matt. We were fucking, we were starstruck, for sure. He was passing us on a subway platform, so I said, I, got, I gotta holler. I gotta say what's up. So I just said... Because, yes, what's up? And he, he turned around like probably uh, Reagan when he saw John Hinckley for the first time. But uh, he, he looked fucking shook and I, honestly I was, trying to be, I was trying to be nice but he wasn't expecting to get recognized. I don't know why this is his fucking crowd. And I said, Ecclesias. If so you land your dicks so the DNC don't recognize you then just give the fuck up. <laughs> I said, Iglesias, what's up, fam? And I I dapped him up. I showed him some love. And I was like, you're for the DNC?
1: Best buds,
6: and it was it was like if a homeless person came up and showed you his dick, like that's what he looked like. He was like, okay, yeah, I'm, please don't hurt me. Yes, I'm having a good time. And you know what I found out that day? Well, I didn't find it out that day. I found it out today. Yeah. Is that when we saw him on Tuesday, he had on these pastel fucking uh, uh, glass frames, you know, like to match his like like Easter colored tie. He was dipped. He was fitted. Yeah, but then today he did a selfie. On his feed because that motherfucker is counter programming us with a Facebook live chat today, right now. Shut up. Don't sorry, hell sorry. Hell you know guys. Never oh God, look, look, he had on black frames, which means this motherfucker travels with multiple glass pairs with different things
2: And he fucking matches them to his outfit That's who we're talking about when we're talking about Matthew Iglesias What the fuck is wrong with Philly that he didn't leave with any of those broken? <laughs> Yeah, what the
0: fuck, Philly? Do better. Yo, Matty Glacius. We Glacius. Rethink this, Philly. Matty Glacius, number one Giants fan. Boo. Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli Manning, fucking globalist. Eli Manning is a motherfucker. Oh, that, 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 that Matty Glacius,
6: globalist. He's from that globalist hotspot of Manhattan, New York. You know who lives there? Globalists. You know, they love to go to the globalist delis and eat their globalist pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> they get their globalist circumcisions. They go to global synagogue.
1: By the I, way,
4: I honestly don't think that six million globalists were killed in a
6: certain event. Uh, hey, man,
1: I like it when well, a, glo- yes. like a globalist...
6: Right. Did some globalists die? Yes. <laughs> it was the war. But six
0: million, come on. That's too many globalists. That's not realistic. The, I like that when globalists smoke salmon. Uh, salmon. By the way, by Philadelphia, you guys have an excellent uh, American globalist museum downtown right by the uh, Independence Hall. Yeah, we saw noted, we saw noted
6: globalist Shmuley Bochek there getting it. <laughs> I, was, I was going to go up to Shmuley and ask him how to
4: fuck. I'm not sure. Uh, I was hoping he could help me, but uh, he was being interviewed by like Musad Review or something, and uh, we were just having to take a picture really. with him.
0: Okay, next up, so we, we went from uh, the, the the delegate uh, Iglesias uh, shame zone to uh, right in front of City Hall where they are having a, a Bernier, it was like a joint Bernier bust and like Black Lives Matter and I I think some other groups were holding a, uh, an event or protest there. and, and yeah, there, It was, and it was there, inspiring. It was loud. Next to major Pokemon level up, we saw the world's most woke chiropractor, Jill Stein. Yeah. Universal health care should always include
6: healing crystals for everyone. <laughs> You should you should not you should not be barred from healing crystals and pyramid power
0: just because of your ability to pay. And just right back. right after Jill Stein, uh, I saw one of my favorite journalists, someone who throughout. <laughs> The coverage of this election is, I can't say I've, I, I have agreed with her all the time, but she's someone who always offers her point of view in good faith, and I respect that. I'm talking about Amanda Marcotte, y'all. She was out. She was in the house. She, she got some jack tats, yo.
4: Well, no, I think they're good. I mean, like the double helix on her arm—that's like, yeah, you love science. Who,
6: who the fuck doesn't? Yeah, she got, she got double helix on one hand, arm, on and a ray gun on the other. She's like walking. I fucking love science. She fu- She will die for science. She's a martyr
0: for science. From the okay, so from there we went back to the uh, the, the delegate shame zone, and uh, we had we had an encounter with a guy who, who Matt and Brian had previously run into back all the way back in Cleveland the other week at the the Republican National Convention. You guys want to shout out this guy? He's actually my favorite pundit.
2: He is a guy that uh, he just uh, he he screams. He really wants Hillary to go to prison. Yeah, he's not uh, fond of her and. Uh, <laughs> You know,
1: he he likes Alex Jones. He's an InfoWars guy. When when I saw him, the video you sent me, he was freestyling on that political correctness jam by saying, down with Obama, down with Obama, down with Obama, down with Obama. He went
2: viral the following week by screaming at a news, some poor girl that was sent to interview him at the Trump rally. So,
0: so we saw this guy and he was uh, yelling at everybody about the mainstream media and how fucking, what I liked about him is he, he he couldn't decide whether he wanted to curse or censor himself. So he kept he kept saying things like, "The mainstream media doesn't give a fuck about you. They think you're a mother effing joke, yo." Know? But um, you know, he, he was he was mad as hell. Um, but my favorite thing, uh, and shout out to Virgil, Texas, and boring as heck in the crowd tonight, had the fucking genius idea to ask this guy his opinion on Lady Ghostbusters. Female. Ghost- Ghostbusters?
1: Female Ghostbusters?
0: Spectrum individuals concerned with exactly two issues: one, Walker. Walker
1: media network worked two. female. Give it up for that fucking knowledge. No. Let me tell you the story that he You're gave us. It's a one-man y'all. He said it's
0: bullshit. There's a war on men going on, y'all. There's a war on men. He also told
1: us it's coming from Obama because he takes it in both
0: hands. <laughs> so my other favorite thing about this guy is, you know, he was he was there for Trump. Um, Brian, you, you made the, the, the great error of saying uh, Trump was part of the New World Order, which is not true. Trump that is not part true. Of He's not part of that. Trump's He's not, not part Trump of that
2: fucking guy. He's naming he named everybody except for
1: Trump. Clinton? Uh, he had planned Everybody, all of our favorite people that we hate. Yeah, but Trump not is just, Trump.
0: Trump is just a rich guy. Just because you're rich, it doesn't mean you're in the new world order. He's against. He's against them. <laughs> look, look. Trump's daughter may have converted to globalism. <laughs> But uh, He's not a globalist He's not Not a globalist no, so, so this guy uh, He was going I will take my chances With capitalism Over socialism Any day And then someone was like Well why And he was like Well no no like This capitalism now Is rigged You don't understand Rich people have rigged Capitalism so it only Works for them We get rid of that And then the capitalism Without the and
6: capitalists this, uh, <laughs> I don't know what That would look like that, that's, that's my favorite thing
4: About like Libertarian guys Because they're the same As Krav Maga guys
6: Capitalism
4: is like A fight for them Where are like Alright punch me No 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 no. 30 degrees to the right Okay I could get this Right 80, 18% of the time If we were on a 747 And you were holding An AR-15 And you pointed at me At a 45 degree angle But no It's the perfect system but,
0: uh, so, so, so he's talking about the, about Why he prefers Capitalism to socialism And the, this Kindly old lady Who was who out for Bernie Bernie bro Yeah she was, a she was a Bernie. A disgusting
6: female Bernie. She role. was just trying to get some of that the
4: socialist
0: The worst kid.
1: kind. She was like the, the kindliest looking... Excuse grand. me, young man. Are you talking about capitalism? Because there was someone that was very good about it. His name's FDR.
0: <laughs> this uh, the, the, the world's kindest grandmother goes, Excuse me, sir, but what about FDR? It's funny because we were in FDR Park. She goes, What about FDR? And without missing a beat, this guy goes, He got us involved in false wars. <laughs> he did the same. He did the same stuff as 9-11. I just tell y'all, no.
6: Pearl Harbor is like the hipster 9-11. <laughs> if, you, if, you're a bunch, if you're with a bunch of info-war motherfuckers and they're talking about building seven, you're like, yeah, but what about those cables from the Japanese that got deciphered two days before the attack?
3: Check in, mate!
6: Oh, I will do your cred when you're
4: amongst those dudes. I will do you one better. I do not think that the Battle of Bull Run happened. <laughs>
5: Ha ha ha!
6: You think that the Patriots fired right the first shot at Lexington and Concord? That's cool, you know? Whatever makes you feel better.
1: Do you think the you Eagles actually lost that Super Bowl? Wake up. Hell no, bitch. I think he was he was also really Lower that bitch! He was he was also inviting false flags in at the RNC. Oh God, he was okay, this is the best false part. Flag. So we didn't talk about this. We
6: talked about it on the show, but it's still funny. So he was at the Alex Jones thing, and during Alex Jones' speech, when he's like, Work I get the globalists and everything. And he brings out Eric Andre and he's like, look at these daily show globalists, these CIA black ops trying to distract everybody with their, with their, they're trying to be shocking to distract from the real issues. And the dude is in the audience and he goes,
1: come on Obama, bring on your false flag. We're ready for it.
6: Want to get false flag, dude? No, we were. I was. I don't want to be like in a fucking like Time magazine article where they go, you know, the the fall in, of Cleveland, and there's my fucking face,
0: and I'm all sweaty and shit. Uh, you had, you had, had sorry, to. Sorry, to sorry. By the way, right. I'm just gonna do a little bit of professional networking right now. If there are any crisis actor agents in the audience tonight, please. Uh, yeah, find please. I'd like to my headshot. I'll give you my headshot. I think, I, think I can do a great job.
6: I think I can do a great job. Oh my god, it was. He came in and I just heard the loud pops and it sounded like a car backfiring, but then people were screaming. Come
4: on, that's great! (laughs) Does anyone in here have uh, weird
0: legs? Okay, so probably the biggest, I mean, it was a a great day. We had a fucking blast, but probably the the biggest disappointment for me personally was that all the the merch, all the swag that I saw being sold was either it was all pro-Bernie or it was all Hillary for prison. It was robo. It was was bad. It wasn't good. It wasn't wasn't good because... because Here's the
6: thing. I wanted to come out tonight in a Yas Queen shirt, but there was not. I want to see one the whole time. There's no Yas Queen shirts available. We 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 saw like three women Uh, delegates, they got lanyards on and they got Hillary is a badass. But I am a hundred percent certain that that shit like was handed out at the convention because I didn't see anything like that. I sure. did. I handed them out the first day that I was here, and
4: yeah, yes, I'm proud of believe
6: in strong women. I do.
0: I mean, I, again, disappointment because my when I envisioned uh, this event tonight, I, I would I wanted us all to be in matching uh, Hillary t- T-shirts as she uh, accepts her coronation as uh, queen of a. bootlegable. There's the Democratic no,
1: Party. You can't invest in a Hillary shirt. Sure. The thing about bootlegging T-shirts at a, a convention is that you got like a few hundred dollars you can buy
0: a box full of shirts and sell them for ten dollars but Hillary isn't a winning horse Like there must have been some Hillary merchandise to be there's had there's plenty the of stone. people who
6: want to vote for Hillary there's plenty of people who are gonna vote for Hillary but nobody on earth wants to be the person who likes Hillary <laughs> well there hard. are five of them on stage <laughs> guilty as charged where's some Hillary men right up here all with her uh,
0: so that, that was that was our view from this, the streets but that was, the view that uh, the majority of people outside of Philadelphia got was on television. And uh, we did get a chance to actually watch uh, some of the convention coverage, which is going on right now. Okay, now here's the thing I learned um, this week. Uh, I was assured that this uh, will get a big uh, reaction from the, the home crowd. But the same venue that is currently hosting the Democratic National Convention also hosts another uh, local event, another annual local event called Wing. Bowl. Yes, you already know. Yeah, man! Wing Bull! There's no
4: future, we're all gonna die! Every, every bill. Give it
5: up, Wing Bull. F-
6: We live in the rotted carcass of a dead capitalism. Let's eat chicken wings till we puke! <laughs> every, every uh, uh,
4: wing with- <laughs> Every uh, Philadelphia, every Philadelphian father has a dream of their kid winning the Olympics, the fucking Wing Bowl, and the Super
6: Bowl. <laughs> you know, all I think if the Eagles, if the Eagles just played in the Olympics, they win every fucking medal, yo. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. They play, they play against them other countries like the fucking
6: Redskins or Giants. Hell no, hell no. All those other countries you show up for the Olympics just
0: try to play against the Eagles. Y'all gonna lose. <laughs> we. Love Love Philly so far. Now, now, in researching the Wing Bowl, I found out that only four years ago, at the Wing Bowl in the same venue that Hillary is uh, addressing right now, I think a woman named Molly Schuyler Bro, who's related? Who's related in the audience? We have got any Molly Shyler fans in the audience tonight? Yeah! Fuck yes. Molly, only, Molly, only four years ago. Only four years ago, at the exact probably on the same stage that Hillary is uh, addressing right now broke the first and most important glass ceiling ever by winning the wing bowl by consuming over 400 chicken wings in 26 minutes. Something uh, and I, I swear to God I, this is this is something yeah! This is something I I'm I honestly I'm skeptical of. I'm, I'm a Molly Schuyler truther because I don't think it's actually physically possible to eat that many fucking chicken wings. Hey, you know what? I'm the father That's of a very young girl. The a wing I'm the father of a young How girl. You that, say
1: that heroes that like Molly a here. We this need is to know a... that girls can eat that many chicken wings
6: too.
3: It's
1: outrageous. <laughs> Fuck
6: you, Will. When when the typical
0: Bernie, bro. I'm <laughs> wouldn't believe in the possibility of womanhood. I'm just I, I'm, I'm just trying to maintain our brand, guys.
1: Trying to say she's a
4: globalist. <laughs> well, I mean, wings are not kosher. I mean, a uh, globalist sanction.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, Mo- Molly shouted, "Wing Bowl way better than Democratic National Convention. Way out, uh, there's a lot of more. And it, it, it's a it's a it's a like it's a Philly tradition, right? It's a Philly tradition, and it like happens at <laughs> 10 a.m. It happens in the morning. <laughs> it's a, it happens in the morning of February. And like I said, people, drunken people gorging uh, in some sort of uh, eat, eating contest is more dignified than what we saw on television at the, uh, the DNC. Holy uh, shit. We, we, each have our, we each have our favorite speech that we watched. We missed a lot of them. So I think we should go online and each talk about our favorite speech that we saw on TV at the DNC. I'm going to begin by saying my favorite. I don't know if anyone saw this. I think it was on Tuesday night. Deborah Messing of Will and Grace. <laughs> Deborah Messing of Will & Grace, courtesy of the New York delegation, addressed the DNC for probably 10 minutes about
5: 9-11. Yeah, but like,
0: I mean, what got us through those dark days if not Will & Grace? <laughs> I just, I, I guess, I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder what this looks like uh, to the rest of the country. Uh, if, you know, uh, Debra- oh, hey everybody, hey everybody! That girl whose show made everybody gay is on talking about nine eleven. Just you will know, w- definitely ready for her now. Just uh, Deborah Messing wringing a few more drops of pathos out of uh, a fucking tragedy uh, at the DNC. Another useful idiot for the liberal media. Ab- absolutely. All right, well, uh, what, what speeches did you guys like? I mean, I didn't
6: even hear it. But what I loved was just the very idea of Mike Bloomberg speaking to the Democrats like, "Oh shit, oh shit we're the Democratic Party we got a lot of trouble here in 2016 I mean, we're running against this clown ridiculous person, Donald Trump, but we're having a lot of trouble, uh, 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 you know appealing to working class people, this is an issue how, how are we going to get around that I know, we're going to get the four foot tall billionaire asshole mayor of New York who hates soda pop and guns and And he's going to go up there and he's going to say, Hillary is the one that we should back. Oh, shit, honey. I got to rethink this. I mean, you know how I drink like three liters of soda a day? I might have to start thinking about that. I, um... I had owes me sex. <laughs> All of us. Uh, Everyone on this stage is out sexed by Ling Dunham. I
5: I
4: I, uh, uh, I did love Lena Dunham's speech, but there is a speech that was closer to my heart. Uh, oh, Amy Klobuchar yes. of Minnesota. Yes. She got up there, she fucking killed it. And she did the thing that I love, that all of you love—the Democrat way of talking, where you talk like this.
5: <laughs>
4: and and this and this fucking Labrador Retriever got up there, and she goes, uh, "I don't want a world where girls are bought and sold." <laughs> want a world where girls are fearless and bold. And it was like why the fuck do you talk like that? What the fuck happened to you?
6: you fall for fucking whores in Egan? This definitely isn't a lizard in human skin. I need to vote for her party. Hello humans. Mm. I think it would be both fleek and trill for you to vote for our party. Yeah,
4: 43% of voters are independent and the only way you can appeal to them is if you talk like fuck Smithers is a screensaver of Mr. Burns.
0: Uh, Burn Bryant, do you have have any favorite speeches? Tim Kaine. Uh, But only because. A cane, a
2: cane, a cane, a cane, a cane,
0: a cane.
2: Neely. He does. He does know. He does know Spanish. And also because of Pat Oswald's wonderful description of him that he looks like the guy from the A.V. Club that secretly smokes weed. And so you know, goes, that, that character
6: we all know and love that we all encountered in our lives. Now, the cool A.V. Club guy with weed. Everybody who amongst us has not enjoyed an A.V. Club guy with
2: Meredith Wanton. Cool A.V. guy is starting a gang. I, I saw a homophobic lizard man when I originally saw Tim Kaine so I I was interested uh, to see where where Patton got his shit I like oh, he
6: looks like Tim Kaine. Like I said on Twitter, if y'all follow me, which you should. More. Tim Kaine looks like a vice principal at a high school who got fired for stealing jock straps from the gym locker room. If you got, if you guys were watching on TV and you saw sort of the
4: wall they had around the stage, like yes, we all think that wall is to protect the WOC speakers from being bazooka cannoned by the Bernie delegates, but no, it's actually to keep out crazy young women who just cannot resist Tim Kaine. Powerful sexual energy.
1: Tim Kaine looks like a Cylon to me. Like they bathed him in some sort of gel, and then he was born and, and sent to do his no, no. I mean,
6: I mean, of all the of all the politicians who couldn't pass a white comp test, he's right at the top of the list.
0: Well, hold on, hold on a second. Uh, speaking of powerful sexual energy, uh, Bill Clinton, what, his speech, Woo! his speech I, what was, what I all was all
6: about how horny he was for Fox. What I love that, that was over Fox.
0: He. She, that, he, that's what he opened with, which I thought was a bold move, was uh, sexualizing Hillary Clinton for the entire world, which is like a legendary coxman like Bill Clinton. If, if he can say to America that he desired her and he wanted her to be his, then she will be all of ours.
6: Well, but, like, he, he anticipates the fact, like, a big thing on Twitter amongst the Hillary people is, like, to post a, a picture of young Hillary and be like... Damn. Yeah, I I, I totally did did that. Like, that's supposed to, like, sway your vote. It's like, no, dude, she was totally fuckable 40 years ago. you got to have her in the White House. When, I, when I'm i done with
4: myself and I'm cleaning up my uh, stomach and belly button, uh, I've already wait, changed wait 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 wait, wait, wait,
6: wait, 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 Are you admitting right now on stage that you disperse your manly No, assets? no, I was doing a character, I was doing a character, I was doing a character. Got oh, man. He oh. got busted!
5: He got busted! No, no, he no, got no. busted! Yes. Yeah. I, I, haven't, come, I, haven't
4: come, come. I haven't come since 2009. No, no, no. I was getting a character.
0: <laughs> um, I my life has this beer. You can guys can test me right now. So He's I mean, trying to delete it. We uh we fucking we we missed Obama and Biden. We're uh, I'm fucking so disappointed we're missing Hillary right now. But I thought yeah, the, a bummer. I thought uh the DNC probably I think they missed a beat because they could have had another uh, great celebrity address the DNC, and I'm talking about President Jeb Bartlett. The one, that, yeah, uh, the best American president. And, well, I, I think it might have sounded a little something like this do do do.
4: Good evening, my fellow Americans and Donald Trump, you feckless bastard. Have you ever opened up a book? Probably not. But if you start, I have two to recommend to you. One is the Constitution. I don't think you'll find anything in there about big walls or Muslim lists. you might find something about bridges, which we build ourselves up yeah second of all sir have you read the quran ever if you opened up the holy quran you would find that they say that it is a sin to kill and then no terrorist is a true muslim but you you wouldn't open a book you wouldn't even take a chance of learning something, Mr. Trump.
0: I would drop the mic right now.
4: We're actually wrenching news. Uh, by the way, Felix
0: Felix has, is the product of the Aaron Sorkin Screenwriting Masterclass. Yes. It's, uh, it's worth every fucking penny. I am I am the product of both the Aaron Sorkin Screenwriting
4: Class and um, Mercury in certain vaccines. <laughs>
0: Okay, so th- that was basically our uh, experience with the conventions and with all this political shit. But that is really a supporting actor. Both There's the, a supporting actor, too, who is the real star of our trip this week. And I'm referring to the city of Philadelphia. Fucking right, Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: Hell yeah. Fucking Philadelphia, yo. It's, it's a hell of a town, yo.
0: It's fucking epic wind scrapple in this place. Yeah, hey, man, you get all the scrappy warning here in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a city that has a has made a, a very distinct charm out of urban blight and dysfunction. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean, this is like this is the most vibrant garbage pile I've ever been on. It's like because I. I I'm the Midwest and there's tons of garbage piles. I currently live in one in Cincinnati, Ohio. And like Detroit, Cleveland, all garbage piles. But they have that feeling of like defeat and just def- they, they build a city out of garbage. It's oh, totally wonderful. permuting every moment of them. But Philly is just as much of a pile of shit. But
3: god damn it, y'all are proud of it. Yeah. Y'all live it every day.
6: Y'all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're
0: you got a problem with that, motherfucker? Okay, now, uh, uh, any fans of the Philadelphia Police Department here tonight? <laughs> Boo! Okay, good. now that Fuck we got that police! out of the way. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, Brian, why don't
2: you share your. Uh... Why do all the cops look like they're about to get killed in a fucking action movie? <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah, the funny it, thing is is he said that and literally five minutes before eating lunch by by City Hall and I'm watching these two cops like in the in the, in the the blue shirts just like swamp like walking out <laughs> and I'm thinking a guy's gonna come up and just shoot both of these people.
5: talking to minutes later each other. he
6: said that and I'm like, dude, you're reading my fucking mind. <laughs> the, yeah, no, yeah, the, the, the cops
4: here, the cops here like they're practically <laughs> opening a locket with a picture of their daughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, I got three they, like, days to retire. <laughs> one thing, one thing I fucking love about the cops here is that they have the shittiest tattoos I have seen in history like we're fighting Irish like, it's fighting like ph- Irish a Philadelphia cop like the moment that they get sworn in they go into a tattoo parlor and they're like can I get a
2: fucking sword with a gun on it <laughs> Yeah, can I get a fucking heart that's on fire <laughs> they even got that like pinned down hat like it's like a hang down fucking thing like, like try- know, can I get the twin towers only their dicks <laughs> can I
4: get
0: the word vendetta dripping with blood <laughs> Like said, uh, the cops in Philly look like extras in action movies. And they look like they're about to pull. Yo, I'm pulling over Noctomy Plaza, yo, to get a hoagie. It looks like they're throwing fucking fireworks damn oh, shit, They're turning my car Swiss cheese,
6: which I'll never put on a fucking Philly. That'll be a cheese steak, in case you're wondering.
1: Yeah, John Kerry yeah, is a yeah. traitor. I ain't no ch- oh, Broke okay. the fucking chair. It's lit. It's lit, everybody. It's lit. Somebody
5: oh, call me it. here at the
2: I need another beer in the chaos who' got one for me as a pro wrestling fan I am not doing a show without breaking a fucking chair <laughs> okay.
6: Seriously, throw me a beer. It's gone. I
0: fucking, that we're all standing chair. now. Like I'm gonna smash the state. You sons of <laughs> We're all standing now. We're all standing now in solidarity with Brian.
1: But, we're gonna uh, ride like uh, we're gonna ride on the same chair. I think we can share one. Riding I mean, through this
0: world, all alone. Uh, the the other the other trip we made this week was to the uh, the RNC is hosting something. Uh, they're like behind enemy lines in Philly, but they're hosting it at the ECW arena. We My went place. there for about half. Half a second. It looked like the set from the movie Judgment Night. That was the neighborhood that they were in. Well, you know uh, what though? No, they had a be, they had a
1: Bud Light gorita bar. They had all my favorites, mango, Yeah, you're right. Lime. They had a Bud
6: Light margarita
1: bar at the RNC event. So that the, you know, Benny Johnson, Benny Johnson
6: was week. going fucking ham on that motherfucker. Yeah. So he's eating fucking uh, candy corn out of his pocket and just fucking housing those margaritas from Bud Light.
0: Now, I, I think the, the, they chose the ECW arena for a good reason, aside from its uh, utter desolation. But uh, it is in, I think, sort of the, uh, the strip club warehouse district of uh, Philadelphia. Uh, I, believe, I believe I
6: believe. it's called uh, the human misery section <laughs> All right, of uh, so, Philadelphia. So we,
4: you know, the little callback. Amy Klobuchar's speech during the Democratic National Convention was about human trafficking, right? Yeah. But they're talking about it in other countries. You're not talking about where it really happens.
0: It's, it's happening at Club Risque, folks.
6: Uh, there is, we saw oh, right, hold on a minute. I want to know before we go into this who's been to Club Risque? Show of hands. All right, there oh, we go. Yes. Oh, there we go. We got a couple. That got, that face there makes me think that it might be like a, a, a hepatitis rich environment, maybe.
0: <laughs> okay. There was a, okay, Club Risque and show and tell. Show and tell the What 1-L? L? What L? What the
1: fuck, people? Because if you, have, if you have it with two L's, you can't get a bank. By the way,
6: I got one thing to say Show and tell with one L is one thing but driving around on the highways around uh, Philadelphia I got one thing to say people I want you to take this to heart reduce your fucking fractions yeah no that's what that, the fuck wait the that, next I I don't, think, is four tenths of a mile away <laughs> what is that shit that's like <laughs> two
5: fifths
4: how <laughs> hard is that that's the only fucking academic part of the Philadelphia environment <laughs> yeah, yeah if you can't figure out what fucking 5 nineteenths of a mile
6: is you're fucking retarded
4: you got no business driving Look, this,
6: this city's only for real people, y'all. People who understand what Four Tents means.
1: Yeah, we love it so far. We're staying in South Philly, Point Breeze, with Baltimore Matt, if you know him on Twitter. He gave us the real Philly experience, though. Every, nothing there is, nobody's wearing clean clothes around there yeah man, I
6: felt right at home because like I never wear anything that I haven't been wearing for at least two days, either on the top or on the bottom. And so walking around Philadelphia and seeing like everybody as on laundry day, I just felt a sense of code for and solidarity there. so God bless y'all.) God bless we love this Philadelphia. place.
0: We, we love Philly, but inspired by uh, Amy Klobuchar's speech last night about sex traffic in the United States, I, I looked into it, and uh, I found out that at Club Brisquet and Show and & Tell, 80% of the dancers there are human trafficked, but they're human trafficked from just the other side of Philadelphia.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: and if you had
0: uh, a better transit system, we could save some of these girls. You know, man, so we'll let's
6: let's, you let's know, raise awareness. Is fucked up. My sister work in a Geno's. So just putting out this cheesesteaks, so and then one next day she's gone. Have you got any I, can't, it's it's I find, you got
0: I find to it's that it's online. It's she's
6: a crumble skate. That's fucked up, yo.
0: Okay, so I
4: can't but, wait for uh, Philly taken. Yeah, you're gonna give me my fucking daughter back. <laughs> you're
6: gonna do that shit. You know, I've got her a particular set of skills, yo. <laughs> I'm I'm certified back blind, all that shit.
0: So uh, the, there's uh, the weird fractions on the highways, the uh, the strip club district. Um the, the cops. Finally, I think the, 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 the gemstone on this crown for me was that we ended up in a Home Depot parking lot and there was a fucking cheesesteak plate. They I they said to the Home Depot. At
3: Home Depot. Y'all selling cheesesteaks at Home Depot, y'all off the hook. <laughs>
6: What's like, you're talking to some guy, it's like, dude, I was driving by, I was driving by and I saw they're fucking selling cheesesteaks at Hope Depot and he goes, dude, they they do a good cheesesteak there. What are you talking about? It's
1: a Rocco's. It's a Rocco's original cheesesteak. Yeah, I can't argue with the cheesesteak. Shout out to Rocco. I can't argue with the cheesesteak they're putting out at Hope Depot.
0: Okay, so city of Philadelphia, we fucking loved it, and we were inspired by. it. it. Oh, really,
1: great. It's, it's really. We want to make only, it our hometown. We've really been
6: talking about it, and like, if we were gonna like relocate, like in one big sort of communal living environment, it would be Philly because you get the, you know, you get the density and activity of the East Coast, but like none of the pretension of the. Hands off! It's, of hand, East it's a hands
1: off society.
6: New York, New York. New York has their superiority complex and then like cities like Boston and DC fuck New York okay Boston
2: DC no 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 fuck New York fuck New York fuck New York fuck New York fuck New
5: Philly Philly is dirty
6: and proud of it
0: all of this is, this is violence right now. Yeah, you may say that. You may say fuck New York. I got news for you. It poured fucking rain today in Philadelphia, which would never happen in a world-class city like New York. It would never fucking happen. Yeah, whatever Woody Allen Jr. <laughs> Woody Allen's a globalist, by the way. Um, so like I said, we, uh, we've had such a good time in Philadelphia, and we loved it so much that we were inspired to uh, adapt something uh, from the show. Do we have any fans of the uh, the Chapo reading series here? Me? I am. I'm going to take a seat.
1: <laughs>
0: me too. <laughs> Okay, so that we're doing we're gonna do a hybrid version of the Chapo reading series. That's uh, it, it brings together a couple of things. I'm gonna I, what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna introduce things that are from the actual uh, Nixon White House tapes. In a in a little bit in a little bit that we are that we call Ice Watergate. <laughs> With uh, a, 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 with Nixon's cabinet of all Philly guys.
5: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Ready. April 6, 1971 Nixon, impatient with the slow pace of peace talks to end the Vietnam War wanted his national security advisor Henry Kissinger about escalating attacks on North Vietnamese targets irrespective of the response from US anti-war activists. Yeah, Kissinger, get your fucking G-ass in here right now. <laughs> you yeah, man, I'm sorry
6: fuck, all these fucking college kids are giving me a bunch of bullshit about this yo. Well, yeah, yeah, they
4: like to look down their nose at people they ain't never lived a real day in their life. Well, yeah, we have to step this fucking
6: war up, yo, I, I, I'm hearing you, yo, but these fucking kids are all giving me a bunch of bullshit about it. Yeah, okay, see, so yeah, I'm gonna call my cousin the National Guard, they're gonna go down to Kent State, and then we're gonna fucking light Cambodia up. <laughs> Cambodia is to fuck man, yo, yeah, it's fucked. Fucking Law Nol was supposed to do our shit, and he fucking fucked it all up, yo. I don't even, I don't even trust none of them countries,
0: I don't trust China, you know, we open that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, April fifteenth, nineteen 1971 Nixon was preoccupied with the aura surrounding John F. Kennedy who had defeated him in the 1960 presidential election From time to time, he spoke about JFK with both admiration and disgust As in this exchange with Kissinger and Chief of Staff Bob Alderman Yo, uh no but J. K. was a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah.
4: At the same time, my man's head's got fucking painted on his Cadillac. <laughs> I
6: mean, yeah, I agree to you. I agree to you. He's he's good-looking guy. But no, homo. No, homo. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. But you know, he got a silver spoon right up his ass, yo. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He's one of them people. He's one of them people who think
4: like he's that he, he fucking thinks something about himself because he don't eat. He didn't have any fucking plastic cover on his sofa? He didn't become president because of that shit? I'm glad he (laughs) dead. April 28th,
0: 1971. During a discussion with Alderman and Kissinger about an annual youth conference, the subject turned to homosexuality in society. Yo, I can't even talk to somebody from San Francisco because they're gay as hell.
4: I went to Bohemian Grove and they're straight up fucking each other. They learn it from their parents, Joe. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's fucked up though, because you look at every civilization. Uh, Pittsburgh,
6: <laughs> fucking Camden, Earth, Newark, fucking, uh, Jersey City. Uh, it, uh, Dallas Cowboys?
4: Yeah. Uh, Cowboys especially. They all, yeah, all of them
0: went to shit because they was gay. <laughs> The subject this the, the subject soon turned to swearing in public. I don't think it's attractive when bitches fucks swearing in public, eh? Yeah.
6: <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, it's just like it's just good manners, yo. Yeah, I can't take that shit home to be. July 6, 1971. Within the administration, Henry Kissinger was Nixon's most valuable strategic partner, but the president sometimes criticized him in private. Alderman, I need a list of Gs right fucking now. <laughs> I need a list
6: of every fucking G in the State Department. <laughs>
3: globalists.
5: <laughs> oh,
6: what you, yo, you guys want to talk to Philly Alex Jones? <laughs> Li- listen right here, yo. The fucking globalists are all up in our shit, yo. We got we to got fight against the globalists because it's all about 1776, yo. The fucking globalists are all up in our asses. Here they go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in a separate co- okay in a separate conversation with Alderman and John Ehrlichman the president noted. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> Okay, this is after uh, the, uh, the plumber is arrested on June 17, 1972, in connection with the break-in at the Democratic National Committee headquarters at the Watergate Hotel. Mr. Nixon and his a <laughs> Watergate. Yeah, water, and it it water, Water, Watergate. Watergate. Water, water. water. Jesus. Hey,
6: do you guys know who that dude is from those commercials for the sealant that you put... <laughs> do you, anybody know I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. There's like this national commercial with this guy and he's got this miracle sealant like you can build a fucking boat out of it. And he's like, it keeps the water out. And I want to know if anybody knows who this dude is and if he's from around here because I don't
1: know why the fuck he sounds like that otherwise. <laughs> I want to read us right now. I'm ready for an ice water. It's too hot. Right, but like South Jersey though, right? He's called me
6: from South Jersey. He's talking about water oh shit we got we're gonna have a fucking jersey race war in here shit uh just to let everybody know that uh chapo does not endorse any of the states of the northeast against any of the other ones and the ongoing wars between all of them they're all good they're all recognizing new england Please don't stab each other tonight.
0: <laughs> um, back, to, back to Watergate. Uh, <laughs> Watergate. Uh, Watergate! Watergate. <laughs> Mr. Nixon and his aides began immediately to cover up their ties to the burglars. All right, yeah. I told them you say you're plumbers, but if the union got a through
4: card, you don't fucking name me.
1: <laughs> you can't.
0: They're straight up not certified. <laughs> the president's chief domestic advisor, John D. Ehrlichman, warned him that, quote, disloyal guys, federal investigators at the Justice Department and FBI, are going to second guess any story you come up with. Dude, we got some trifling
6: bitches in the government, yo. <laughs> yeah, uh, sh- what, what the fuck you mean? Uh, I'm just saying that we, go, we got to fucking mow the grass so we can see the snakes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On November 1st, 1972, as election day approached, Mr. Nixon knew he would win by a landslide. He was confident he could fend off the scandal. People would never believe that he was part of Watergate. The break in was, quote, so dumb that trying it to us is an insult to our intelligence.
4: Yo, I purposely fucked that shit up so they think I wouldn't do it. That's called being smart, bitch.
0: Ice Watergate, everybody. Scene. Okay, so um, uh, we're almost done here. We're almost gonna have our die uh, Before we die, <laughs> uh, before we die, are uh, we? Sh- are there any questions? Q and A from the audience? Yeah, questions, let's yeah. hear yeah, from, from the bros. Any globalists want to come on? The bros list. Uh, uh, any Bernie nah, Bros or go globalists go to the front you're of you're the line? Have my mic. <laughs> here we go. All
4: right, one comment and one request. No, no. Uh, oh, shit. No, first, you somebody get the crank thing. gun. We went through an entire thing without saying the word John once, so I'm personally offended. And also, can we turn that into a giant baseball crank head, please?
6: Yes. Yes. You know what? It's like uh, Arthur Pendragon is oh. going to be the one who has the power within himself to put the fucking baseball crank up on there.
0: Uh, we we must consult the management of everyone hits before we deface any of their property. But we will look into it Who we got All it takes is a sharpie though That is true Uh, Next question This is from our uh, Incredibly gracious host Baltimore Matt Give him a hand everybody Uh, Shout out to Baltimore Matt And Carly For putting us up this week Yeah Yeah Nick Nick Oh and another Again before we Before we end Another huge shout out To Nick and Janine Ellipses Art Gallery Hell yes they the shit Buy something Yeah They have a lot of great art They let, they put us up for the week Yeah they were like spend that money. Oh, We've had the best hosts here So again Huge sincere shout out to them Here we get Matt
4: Hey uh, Long time caller First time listener Of course Uh the Prophet Muhammad,
6: long may his name reign. Would he be upon him. Peace be upon him.
4: What would he think of the Baldwin casting choice in the movie Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas? I'll hang up and listen. Okay, uh, okay, if you if you've read the if you read
0: the hadith you will know that the portrayal of any Baldwin in any kind of artistic representation is haram. So he would not approve of it.
5: Yes,
6: but the, uh, the actor who played uh, Fred Flintstone was uh, the British actor Mark Addy, who we all know more prominently as motherfucking Robert Baratheon from a little show you might have heard of uh, called A Game of Thrones, which also explains all of American politics in the 21st century. So I believe that Muhammad would appreciate that because it, it just shows you how much win there is
1: in politics.
5: Are
1: you Who's up? Who's up? I got one for
4: you. I'm so excited. There you go. I, I <clears throat> oh, well, that's what my check voice is. Check one, like. check two, sibilance. I there would you really are. like to know uh, when uh, the Metal Gear Solid uh, podcast is going to, like, come into fruition. <laughs>
2: Alright fuck I, that nerd shit,
4: yo. Know? Hey, fuck you. I don't play those. Where's the solid video games. people at? Alright, well let me let me start out by saying you are so know player. how bad you look. But uh no, I mean none of my codes give a shit about Metal Gear Solid, unfortunately. He has like I'll do a seven- though I'll do. I have seven podcasts. Yeah,
2: he I'll has seven podcasts. I'll
1: to be honest, online. the first, the first payday advance loan I got when I turned eighteen and I knew my, my signature was worth money was to get Metal Gear Solid two. It came out. You heard
4: it here first. Street fight. I'm going to go on Street Fight to talk about Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, we need. <laughs> yeah, we it. Yeah. Nobody talks about riding enough. Yeah, yeah. Raiden, Raiden had totally smooth genitals. And that sort of sums up the Zeke guys of the 2010s.
1: Another question? Step forward, sir. Too bad Jordan Kay couldn't make it. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm sorry. I've been uh, counter programming, just uh, multitasking over here. But I want to ask if you were accepting your nomination tonight, what musical would you use to close out your nomination?
0: that's, that's a great a question <laughs> son of a whore <laughs> I don't know what music I would choose, but. I'm a, it my it fair lady. A just so musical, As
6: opposed to Hamilton. Um, unless you're going to say Hamilton, which you could if you want to.
0: Probably the music man. I don't know. But I'm going to use this as a segue to uh, shout out Boring as Heck again, because he made the observation that would have passed by me that okay. on the 9 11 night, well, when uh, Deborah Messing and then she introduced a firefighter, uh, the, the music that they were playing to introduce the firefighter was Live and Let Die. <laughs> I would probably
6: go with something with nudity. Hair or Oh Calcutta, something to shake people
4: up. I'm going with Les Miserables, because that's the best fucking musical ever. Can I
1: pick South Park? That's a musical movie, right? That's mine. I'm my fair lady all the way. From head to toe, all the way.
0: Okay, uh, two more questions. Two more questions before we die. Uh, you, sir. You- Hey, what's up, dudes? How's it going? Uh,
1: yeah, I was just asking, uh, you know, the DNC was, uh, you know, one of the Dune books. Which which one of them Dune books do you think is the, which, which, Which Dune characters is uh, most likely to be compared to the candidates? And, uh, you know, i was just I'm trying to make sure, you know, I found out about that before we left here tonight. <laughs> He sounds like the guy that said, "Try to tell, sell us cocaine at
0: the metro station." Yes, he did?
5: <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I got yeah. Not buying any was our first big mistake this week. But yeah, um, we could have
4: like- gotten
0: rid of this podcast shit. Just completely ran it. Scarface shit. Um, let's say uh, DNC Dune. Well, okay, Hillary. Obviously, uh, the Reverend Mother of Gaius Helen Mohim. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Tim Kaine, probably uh, one of the Level 5 Guild Navigators. Um, Roger Ailes, uh, Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. And I like to think of myself as uh, Peter DeVries.
6: And I just need to to stress for every woman in the audience, I don't read that nerd bullshit.
0: (laughs) Okay, last question before we die. Last question.
1: Yeah, get it in. I uh, just wanted to say that uh, not talking about drones is an act of erasure. (laughs) And uh, I wanted to know how racism inspires you every day.
4: (laughs) Every day, every day I wake up And I go, all right, how can I get more races by the day?
6: I'll tell you what I say when I look in the mirror in the morning. A day without a racing
0: POC is like a day without sunshine. As someone who holds the, uh, an honorary, the Honorary Charles Murray Chair at uh, Hillsdale College, I would like to say I'm, I, I, racism does not inform me whatsoever. Science informs me. A a lot, ra- if you get into it, there's a lot in science about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, closing with that question because there's basically no fucking way to answer it. Okay, one more time. Uh, I am Will Meneker. We are Chopo Trap House. I'm Street
1: Fry Radio, still the number one anarcho-comedy radio on any station across the nation.
0: As you know it. So, one more time. Shout out, uh, again, to you guys, to Everybody Hits, to the city of Philadelphia, to Brett Payne, who I think uh, really was the the motor behind this event. He really stayed on top of all of us. The prime mover. We'll take it on the road, but it won't be better than y'all. We want, we want to do more of these, so again, thanks to all you guys for coming out. Um, my name is Will Meneker, and I'm now uh, dead, and you can't do anything about it.
1: You no, can't I'm, pass out. Out. I'm passing out. I'm passing out. Don't touch me. Come on, y'all. If you're dead, they can't do nothing.
6: They can't even charge your rent. They cannot do
7: We've been together 16 years. Who? Who? Yes. The band. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want me to plug that in there? Yeah, let's do it
5: again.
7: The band has been together 16 years, together on the road. We did eight years in bars, dives, dance halls, eight years of concerts and stadiums, arenas. We gave our final concert, the band's final concert. We called it The Last Waltz.
0: Well, why was the Hill of San Francisco in um, uh, Winterland uh, when you guys have been on the road for 16 years, you know?
7: Well, Winterland was the first place that the band played as the band. Some friends showed up and helped us take it home.
5: Well, they weren't just friends. I mean, I do I, I, I know. I mean, more than that.
7: Would ask me that? Uh, ask me that again.
0: I mean, they weren't just friends. I mean, uh, what, tell, me, tell them they weren't just friends who came in to say hello. You know what I mean? Get that fly. <laughs>
7: No, they were more than just friends. I feel they're probably uh, some of the greatest influences on music on a whole generation. We wanted it to be more than just a concert. We wanted it to be a celebration.
5: A celebration of a beginning or an end? Beginning of the beginning of the end of the beginning. That's